Welcome to the podcast for Calvary Baptist Church, where our pastor is the Reverend Jeffrey N. Brown, Jr. Calvary is located at 2067 North Gettysburg Avenue in Dayton, Ohio. Visit the podcast often for worship services, Bible study, and other opportunities to join us at Calvary, where we love, we care, we share. Come on, let's give God some praise in this house. Brother Dan, if you could do me a favor, if you can turn my monitors up a hundred times, if you will. You can turn the house down because I'm going to blow everybody out if they, if you. So it's going to be an uneven sound, but it's all right. Just, just make my monitors real loud. You're coming there. You're coming there. Keep pulling them up for me. You're coming there. Keep pulling them up for me. You're coming. There we go right there. Give me some more, if you will. Amen. That, that's good right there. God bless you. Let's give God a praise for Brother Dan. He is, he is over all sound at the University of Dayton, and he's here helping us out today. Come on, let's give God a praise for him. Amen. Amen. As we get our stuff together. You don't know what he's done for me. He's given me the victory. I love him. I love him. I really love, love the Lord. I got some help in here. You don't know what he's, he's done for me. <laughs> He's given me all oh, the victory, the victory. I love him. I love him. I really love the Lord. I really love. The Lord. Do I got some help in here? I'm looking for some folk that love the Lord today. I really love, love, love the Lord. You, you don't know what He's done for me just this morning. <laughs> he's given me the victory. one more time oh you don't know what he's done for me <laughs> where my old church at he's given me the victory I love him I love you Lord I love him I really love love the Lord come on let's give God some praise Hallelujah. Grateful for our music ministry. 
grateful for the for the work of Minister Devon Good. Come on, let's give God a praise for him. Uh, our music ministry is doing very well. We're grateful and excited about what the Lord has in store. And I'm grateful to see uh, the post-snow crowd back. Now, this is two weeks in a row now. Y'all going to get me excited in here. Now, don't get me excited and don't come back next week now. Amen. Isn't the Lord good today? Oh, don't fool me right now. Is the Lord good today? Amen. I feel like preaching this morning. I started with, um, I started with dealing with praise last week. And the Lord just won't shift my spirit. And I got to still deal with praise today. Is that all right? Because in reality, that's what we were made to do. Um, I really believe that that's what we were made to do. We, we were made to literally tell the Lord, thank you. Matter of fact, I don't know how some of y'all, when we were singing, oh, thank you, during praise and worship. I don't see how you could just sit there with your mouth closed. Because I remember some music wasn't talking about saying, oh, thank you to you. He was talking about saying, oh, thank you to the one that woke you up this morning. He was saying, oh, thank you to the one who started you on your way. He's the one that said, thank you to the one who made a way for you in your life over and over and over again. Somebody ought to have at least a thankful spirit in their mouth that in reality, no matter what you're going through, you can just look up and say, thank you. Hallelujah. Journey with me, if you will, to the Acts of the Apostles. Acts chapter number four. Are we live or are we recording at this time? We are recording. Okay. I want to thank all of our YouTube crowd. We are just started a YouTube channel for Calvary. Come on, let's give God a praise for that. We want to thank all of our YouTube crowd who has joined us today. The need there is a word for everybody. Acts chapter number four, verses 16 and following. It reads, what are we going to do with these men? They asked. Everyone living in Jerusalem knows that they have performed a notable sign. And we cannot deny it. But to stop this thing from spreading any further among the people, we must mourn them to speak no longer to anyone in this name. <laughs> then they called them in again and commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, which is right in God's eyes? to listen to you or to him you be the judge as for us we cannot help speaking about what we have seen or what we have heard can I just put that in JB interpretation for chap for verse number 20 as for Calvary we cannot help speaking or praising about a man named Jesus that does so many things in our lives that we have seen and heard. That's our key verse on today. As for us, 
we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. You may be seated in the presence of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This time for a few moments, I want to speak from the simple subject of I can't keep my mouth shut. I can't keep my mouth shut. I wish I had some help in here on today. Just knows how good God has been to you and how God has blessed you in your life and how God has made a way for you in your life that you just can't keep your mouth shut about how good God is to you. Come on, let's give God some more praise right there. I can't keep my mouth shut. Um, at this time, within the first quarter chapters of the Acts of the Apostles, it begins to give us a glimpse of the birth of the early church of Jesus Christ. At this time in history, the church was not divided up in the Baptists or, or apostolic or holiness or, or church of God in Christ or Christian or disciples of Christ or Lutheran or anything like that. They was just simply called Jesus followers. And the beginning of the birth of the church started in the book of Acts when Peter began to preach on repentance and getting themselves together and being baptized. And at this time, Peter began to continue to teach about salvation and believing in the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. At this time, the early church of Jesus began to get a lot of things going for them. They began to get more and more people who began to believe that Jesus Christ was well, that Jesus Christ was alive, and Jesus Christ was still in the healing business even though they could not see him physically on the earth. And at this time, in reality, we must still have that same expressions of Jesus. We must continue to believe without a shadow of a doubt that Jesus Christ is still alive, Jesus is the Messiah and Jesus has been risen again and he is among us in our lives. We have to continue to believe that and here at the early church they began some, they began some, some literally they began to flow in the spirit. And Peter and John began to lead people to break closer and to understand that Jesus Christ is the only way. To life in general. And at this time, there's just a chapter before Acts chapter number four, Acts chapter number three, there was a lame man who stood, who was laying at the gate of beautiful. Scholar says that he could have been there for decades, just waiting on something to happen. And at this time, Peter and John began to go close to this man. And then instantly this man was healed by just being in the presence of Peter and John. Now at this time that sparked a great deal of attention to these Jesus followers. More and more people began to get on board. More and more people began to follow after the words of Peter and John. More and more people 
began to believe that Jesus Christ had risen from the dead. More and more people began to get saved. More and more people began to believe that salvation is the only way to live righteously in our lives. And that's what happens when we began to take Jesus everywhere we are in our life. It doesn't matter if it's in church. Yeah, you should bring Jesus with you when you're in church. But you should also bring Jesus on your job. You should also bring Jesus in your own homes. You should also bring Jesus in your car. You should also bring Jesus everywhere you go. Because sometimes if you just talk about that man by the name of Jesus to somebody else, that Jesus is alive and to repent and get baptized and get filled with the Holy Ghost, something might happen to them and more and more people will begin to believe on this started the birth of the early church and at this time after that attention of the lame man at the gate of beautiful that been at that time the temple guards and the priests and the Sadducees began to notice something they began to think that it was going to be a political revolt they thought that Peter and John was going to start a cool tea party to overthrow the Roman government and to bring forth this Jesus thing into the people's mindset and into their life. And so the temple guards, the priests, and the Sadducees began to gather up a plan. They said, in reality, we got over 5,000 men just standing in the temple talking about a man by the name of Jesus. Now, now I ain't talking about 5,000 men and women. The Bible says 5,000 men. Now, let us get something straight. When we're in church, there's always more women and children than we can count men. So if it was just 5,000 men, it ain't no telling how many women and children was also believing and in the temple talking about Jesus Christ. It was enough folk at that time to cause a ruckus. It was enough folk at that time to make the temple guards and the priests and the Sadducees feel like that we got to put a stop to this thing for something happens before they take over this thing. And all we're going to hear about is some Jesus up and down our streets. We got to stop this thing right now. They began... To think about what they can do to stop the growth, to stop the productivity of the early church. And that, that, that launched 2,000 years of hatred. That time period launched 2,000 years of hostility. That time period launched 2,000 years of persecution because the priests who officiated the sacrifices in the temple, the temple guards, literally the temple police, and the Sadducees, the minority religious authority that believed solely in the five book, first five books of the Bible, began to get confused because those priests, those temple guards, and 
those Sadducees did not believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's why the Sadducees were sad, can't you see? Because they didn't believe that Jesus Christ had been risen and had been alive. And they decided for themselves that we got to get this Jesus talk out of this temple before it causes a ruckus in our lives temple authority said they had to do something because they were greatly that's what the bible says they were greatly upset and they were greatly disturbed because they wasn't about no disorder they said it's either our way or the highway and they said you can't be a part of our society if you're going to talk about this man by the name of Jesus so we got to get this man up out of here we got to get this Jesus talk up out of the temple and still on today in 2019 we still got some Sadducees we still got some temple guards we still got some priests who are in our society who are on social media who is on CNN who is on NBC who is on Fox News who lives in the White House who feels like they gotta stop this Jesus talk from going around in our communities in our neighborhoods so they're trying to scrutinize the aspect of believing in Jesus and trying to put it in our heads that Jesus does not exist Jesus is not alive there is no heaven there is no hell there is no point of having Jesus on the inside of us but baby you can't let those temple guards you can't let those Sadducees you can't let those priests who are in our lives stop us shut our mouths about who we serve we serve a man who's a burden bearer we serve a man who's a healer we serve a man who can set you free you ought to look at your neighbor right now and say I can't keep my mouth shut about this man by the name of Jesus Even today, they said, they said, typical said, we're going to have to do something about it. They had a little meeting among themselves. They said, too much shouting going on. They said, there's too much praising going on. Because Peter and John wasn't the only folk that was talking about Jesus at this time. Because you got to understand, once the lame man got healed and saved guess what he did he began to talk about jesus and once somebody else got healed and saved guess what they did they began to talk about jesus and once there somebody else got healed and saved off of what they were saying they began to talk about Jesus and once that person began to talk about Jesus they went to somebody else and then they got saved and they began to talk about the same man that the other person was talking about y'all that's church evangelism 101 that's how we become disciples for Jesus Christ by opening up our mouth and telling everybody what we've heard telling everybody what we've seen telling everybody about that man from Judea of Galilee who healed the sick who made the blind man
man see who hung on that cross from the sixth to the ninth hour and he died but early Sunday morning he got up with all power in his hands that's how we grow a church that's how we get folk excited about Jesus that's how we get folk coming to church when we tell them for ourselves about who God is all this excitement y'all following the text right now I'm just opening this book up it was all of the excitement that was going on in the temple in literally the downtown area around the court building literally talking about Jesus flat out disrespect they didn't go into no country yard because they said we ain't ashamed of the man by the name of Jesus they didn't go by the sea. They, did, they didn't go into no hill country. They said, we're going to go to the most populated area because we know with this man by the name of Jesus who's in our life, all things are possible. And we ain't got to fear nobody. So, did, so did they said to themselves, well, what can we do? It's too many folk to lock everybody up. We don't have enough jail space to lock up the whole church. So, so what can we do to shut this Jesus talk up? And they decided, well, let's go ahead and lock up the preacher. They decided to mess with the preacher because they knew if they could mess with the preacher, they could mess with the church. They knew if they could mess with God's mouthpiece, I'm going somewhere, they can hurt the church. They knew that if they start scandalizing the preacher's name, then church won't feel like I don't want to be a part of this thing because they're a part of God's mouthpiece. If they started lying on the preacher's name, they knew that they can mess up the church and still on today in 2019 we got some Sadducees again we got some priests we got some literally some temple police who want to hang around our churches who want to hang around our community scandalizing our preachers names lying on our preachers trying to put our preachers business we can't even go no can't even go to Walmart or Kroger's without folk looking in, in our cart trying to see what we buy we can't even go to the mall try to buy something and folk try to get into our business I seen Pastor Brown driving on I-7 if I was going home y'all gotta understand we got folk trying to scandalize our name today trying to lie on us trying to do this and that I seen Pastor Brown the other day no you didn't because he's in his house you gotta understand you gotta stop letting folk try to scandalize trying to hurt your church by hurting your preacher you better start taking your hearing aids out and say I'm minding my own business and you better keep your hands off my preacher because touch not God's anointing you gotta understand something on today you can't let folk try to scandalize or hurt your preacher (laughs) 
Pastor Brown was at Red Lobster. Someone will find pretty light-skinned chick. Looked like they had a little baby, too. Does he have another family? No, fool, that's his family. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me get back to the text. Can I get back to the text? Folk, folk, they, they, had a, they had a plan. I'm just talking about the birth of the early church. Y'all following me today? They had a plan to ruin the church. And still to this day, there are people in our churches, people who call themselves preachers, who have a plan to ruin the church. And in reality, I got to let somebody know, if you know somebody who's a part of the plan to ruin the church, you better step back away from them. Because you got to understand, you can't let nobody try to ruin what God has made. Because you messing with a man who created the sun, created the moon, created your jacked up life. Give you that little money that you have in your pocket. And if you keep messing with him, he'll take away your money. He'll take away your job. He'll take away your life. You don't put your hands or mouth on folk who are anointed to do God's business I ain't fussing I'm just telling the truth on the day and if I'm talking about your shame on you listen in the text in the text I'm just telling you what they were trying to do to hurt the literally the beginnings of the early church of Jesus. So they say, let's put the preachers in jail. So they put the preachers in jail and they thought that if I get a hold of the preacher, literally I'll stop this nonsense of all of this Jesus talk that's going around everywhere in his life. So they put the preachers in jail and they said, listen, we got to stop y'all from doing all this talking. Y'all gonna stay in jail. We gonna beat you down constantly. We gonna do everything on our power to stop you from telling everybody else about who Jesus Christ is. And that's when the preachers looked up to him and I'm about to start preaching now. And the preacher said, listen, we ain't scared of you for one because we serve somebody else Who's more powerful than you are. So in other words. Y'all ain't going to stop our talk. About who Jesus is. Because Jesus has been too good for us. To allow somebody with a stick and a key. To stop us from talking about someone. Who created the whole universe. Matter of fact, you ain't going to stop us from talking about Jesus. And you ain't even going to stop us from praising Jesus. And we ain't going to go nowhere nowhere else praising Jesus. We'll continue to praise Jesus in the midst of the temple in front of all of y'all. Because that's how, gee, how much Jesus is literally worth unto us. 
So they decided, no, I don't care what you do. You can't shut my mouth up about Jesus. You can't stop me from praising this man by the name of Jesus. And the first reason why you can't stop me from talking my talk about Jesus is because my Jesus talk is Holy Ghost led. That's number one. Don't miss this thing right here. Um, um, a true believer's Jesus talk is Holy Ghost led. In other words, let me explain what happens when you begin to praise and talk to somebody else about Jesus. Your personal self decreases and the Holy Ghost already increases within you. So it leads you to do things that you normally wouldn't do all by yourself. It will lead you to do stuff that you're not educated to do. It'll lead you to do stuff that you ain't got no experience to do. Uh, it'll lead you to do stuff that folk might think you're crazy. Folk might think you're delusional. Folk might think that you're just out of your mind. But it don't matter how folk think about you. Uh, as long as you got the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. Uh, and as long as your Holy Ghost led. That can't stop you uh, from talking about Jesus. Uh, spread his name. Uh, dancing about Jesus and praising Jesus because you ain't got nothing to do with you giving God praise if you're doing it right let me help y'all to understand this verse 13 of the text I gotta read it verse 13 of the text it says oh it's on my notes when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men. They were astonished that they took note that these men had been with Jesus. In other words, they said, these folk are unschooled. These folk are ordinary men. How is it that they got so much Jesus talk on the inside of them? How do they know so much about Jesus? These men are fishermen. They work at the Sea of God. They, they, they ain't got no experience uh, in no rabbinical school. They don't have any experience uh, in any seminary. But they got to understand, they didn't understand that they've been hanging out with Jesus. They knew Jesus for themselves. And that's the only requirement that you need to talk about Jesus, to praise the name of Jesus, and to lift up the name of Jesus. You ain't got to go to no school. You can just be an ordinary man or woman because when Jesus gets a hold of you he'll take your unschooled sinning self ordinary man and woman self and turn you into a true worshiper a scholar of the Bible a scholar of his word a praiser like none other that's how powerful the Holy Ghost is when you get the Holy Ghost on the inside of you I wish I had about 78 folks in here who had the Holy Ghost on the inside of them that can say yeah I might not have my doctorate yeah I might not been to school yes I might not done this I might be an ordinary man I might be an ordinary woman but the Holy Ghost got a hold of me and I can do all things through the power of the Holy Ghost 
That's how your praise becomes authentic. I'm going to be honest with you. I know when praise and worship is done right in its Holy Ghost led. Because I got the Holy Ghost on the inside of me. And folk know when you just playing with God and you're just worshiping God genuinely. Because worshiping God genuinely ain't about no show. Worshiping God genuinely ain't about who's looking. Worshiping God genuinely don't worry about who's there and who's going to stop you. A true Holy Ghost filled praise is going to praise God, going to worship God, going to teach in the name of Jesus. No matter who's around, no matter what is going on, no matter how they're led, they're going to worship God with everything they have and they're not going to do it for show. One of the quickest things for me to lose my attention span in church is to see folk who want to do some fake worship. I ain't got time for no fake worship. I ain't got time for folk to just sit down. I got to stand up again. I got a prime rib in the oven. I don't have time. God's been too good for us to just sit down and allow the stuff that's in our life from blocking us from feeling the Holy Ghost and allowing God to have his way in our lives. We got to get past and move past that mess and allow God to fill us up. That's what praise and worship would do for us. Because it's Holy Ghost led. And another thing, and it ain't over the top either. Now, I, 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 don't, I can't stand folk who just, just come to come and don't want to worship. But I ain't got time for folk who's just over the top with it too. Because in reality, that ain't praising God. That's trying to show off your praise dance moves. And in reality, it don't. In reality, I hate to say this. I ain't trying to talk about nobody. Y'all get your minds off of that messiness. I'm just talking about the Bible. Every, I don't know whose Holy Ghost failed. I don't know who's doing it for a show. But I'm just letting you know for a reason. It takes some genuine. It takes some praise from the inside of you that comes from the Holy Ghost to make you want to dance. To make you want to move in any type of way that God wants you to do it he said you can't stop my talk about Jesus because it ain't from me now if it was for me I would shut up because me personally I don't want to be in jail that's what Peter and John was saying but this since this is from the Holy Ghost uh, you can't stop what God has ordained and anointed me to do in my life and we got to stop letting folk try to stop us from doing what God has anointed us to do so what if they try to talk about you you cannot allow them to stop you from doing what God has anointed you to do in your life because it's not about you it's about God working through you so that other folk can get saved and set free through God working through you preach pastor brown so 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 
they said, y'all got to understand something. I'm done on day. He said, he said, I'm, 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 I can't stop my talk about Jesus because my talk about Jesus is Holy Ghost led. But he said, the second reason, I'm going to give you two and I'm done on it. He said, the reason why we can't quit, the reason why we can't keep a mouth shut about this man by the name of Jesus is because something happens <laughs> when you call on that name. I wish I had a real church on today that knows how powerful, that knows how holy, that knows how dynamic, that knows how healing the name of Jesus can be in our lives. Peter and John said, y'all can't stop us from talking about that man because there's power in that man's name. Let me show y'all some power. It's in the text. All right, listen to this. Verse 17 says, they said, the Sadducees, temple police, priests said, listen, to stop this thing from spreading any long among the people, we must warn them to speak no longer to anyone in this name. Y'all missed it. You can look at any New King James, King James. The same thing. It says in that name. In this name. I'm getting excited. I ain't even told y'all where to shout it. This name was so powerful. That enemies of that name. That folk who didn't believe in that name was afraid to say that name at the mentioning of that name. Whoa, good God Almighty. Y'all missing this thing. It was so powerful that they didn't even want to say the name Jesus for themselves. And I got to let somebody know in this house on the day, you better start believing for yourself that that name by the name of Jesus has so much power to it that it can make our enemies. It can make our non-believers. It can make folk who are ashamed of him not want to call on that name because they themselves feel some type of power when that name arrives in their lives I want to close this thing out on the day by telling y'all there's power in the name of Jesus y'all I just want to tell y'all on the day I ain't got to preach no more that's some shouting stuff right now when I begin to think about the name of Jesus Y'all, there's deliverance in and that powerful name that everybody's afraid to talk about in the name of Jesus. There is salvation in that name. The name that everybody's afraid to talk about. The name of Jesus. There is hope in that name. That name that everyone's afraid to talk about. That name of Jesus. Have y'all tried that old no name of Jesus for yourself? Because I come to let you know if you call on the name hey, yeah, of Jesus, it can change your situation. I'll stop by to let somebody know that there's power in that.
their name. There is salvation in their name. That name is special. That name is holy. And that name is Jesus. I want to tell you about a woman who was having a prayer meeting in her own home. And she began to have her friends come over. And they began to call on the name of Jesus. And at this time, it was nighttime. It was on a Friday night. And they begin to tarry on about that name of Jesus. They begin to call on that name of Jesus. They begin to lift up that name of Jesus. And there was a man who saw all type of cars in that old house. And he took out his pistol, put a mask on his head, and said, I'm going to go and rob those old ladies. I don't know what they're doing in that house, but I'm going to take all their money. I'm going to take all the peppermints. I'm going to take everything that that old lady has. So they went into the house. He locked the gun and said, ladies, I came to interrupt you. This is a stick up. And the ladies looked at him and they began to hold their hands. And they began to say, in the name of Jesus. Y'all. This man said, I said to see us a stick up. And they begin to hold each other's hands tighter. And they began to say, in the name of Jesus. This man took the clip out the gun, put the clip back in, and said, ma'am, I ain't playing with y'all. You better give me your money. You better give me your clothes. And they started holding on to each other and just saying, in the name of Jesus, the man looked at them all startled. The man wanted to shoot his gun, but something came over that man while they began to call on the name of Jesus. Jesus. Something stuck that man and they begin to call on the name of Jesus and that man decided I better put down this gun and run on out of here and I'm letting you know on the day it wasn't no man in the house that saved them. It wasn't no gun in the house that saved them. It wasn't no dog in the house that saved them. It wasn't no knife in the house that saved them. It wasn't no alarm system in the house that saved them. It was the name of Jesus. Jesus in the morning. Jesus in the noonday. Jesus in the evening. Jesus at nighttime. There's something about that name. That name of Jesus. There's something about that name that got healing power. That got deliverance power. There's something. Hey!
I don't care what nobody say to me. I ain't shutting up. I ain't shutting my mouth. I ain't going to stop my dance. I ain't going to stop my praise. I ain't going to stop coming to church. I ain't going to stop doing what I do for Jesus. I ain't going to stop paying my tithes. I ain't going to stop worshiping God. Because my worship, my God-given stuff is Holy Ghost filled. And I know from myself that there is power in the name of Jesus. Y'all wonder, you know why you still got what you got? And ain't nobody came and took nothing from you? It ain't because you go to work every day. It's because somebody's calling the name of Jesus over your life. The reason why you ain't got cancer or the reason why that cancer ain't killed you yet is because somebody hey hey is calling the name of Jesus in your life. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, 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 y'all got to excuse, I can't let it go today. Jesus, 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 there's power. That's why I'm alive today. That's why I got what I got today, because of the name of Jesus. Demons tremble at the name of Jesus. Sickness folds up his tent and goes away at the name of Jesus. Problems run away from you at the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus. Focus safe and set free. Oh, how precious! Oh, how wonderful! Oh, how beautiful is that name, that precious name of Jesus. Come on, let's give God a praise today. Hey! Jesus, we have the victory in the name.